even the most ignorant, the most novice amongst us will comprehend. Lord, today we are ready to hear you speak to our hearts. Minister to our knees. Bless us tremendously even in your presence. Open up to us doors that need to be opened and let burdens and yokes be broken. We give you all the praise, Holy Father. You are welcome. We enthrone you, Lord, over this meeting. Holy Spirit, great teacher, come and minister to our knees in Jesus' name. Can you lift your two hands? Let's sing this song. Just sing it to the Lord. Maroka Shandabosia. Just sing to the Father. Just meditate on the words of the song. seated in the presence of the Lord. You are welcome to the second service. And those who are watching me online, we welcome you into our live streaming service. Um, we had a wonderful first service. So much blessed with great testimonies. Powerful, powerful, powerful testimony in the first service. And I believe that we also have another testimonies in the second service. We are still in our mood of thanksgiving. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. I want us to turn our Bibles to the book of First Chronicles, chapter 16. We are reading from verse 8 to verse 12. First Chronicles chapter 16 from verse 8 to verse 12 amen now the bible says give thanks unto the lord call upon his name and i love the way he put it give thanks before you call upon his name this year, before you call upon the name of the Lord, you might have gone ahead to give thanks. Then he said, make known his deeds among the people. Please, we are going to verse 12. Sing unto him, sing psalms unto him. Talk he of all his wondrous works. Glory he in his holy name, let the hearts of them rejoice that seek the Lord. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face continually. Remember his marvelous works that he had done. His wonders and the judgment of his mouth. Oh, he sees of Israel. Oh, that is, that's verse 13. Now, move, Israel, it, move it on to uh, verse 19, verse 29 to 30. Give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. And bring an offering. And come before him. Worship the Lord in the beauty of his holiness. 
thanksgiving is a gratitude that is directed to God for his response. Now let me put it in this way. Thanksgiving is a gratitude which is directed to God or directed towards God in response to all his works, the concrete acts of God, things that God has done, we respond by giving thanks. Amen. What are the things he has done for our lives, for our family, for our relations, we look at those things that the Lord has done and we bring thanks to him. Now, under the covenant, we bring sacrifices. Sacrifices are brought as a sign of gratitude. Now, what are some of the things that God did for us? Psalm 103, Verse 3. First, let's go to verse 1. The Bible says, Psalm 103, verse 1, Bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. Now, this was a psalmist who was commanding his soul to bless the Lord. Now, why must he bless the Lord? Verse 3 says, Verse 3 tells us, who forgiveth all thy iniquities. Now, forgiving thy iniquity, forgiveness was the first thing he mentioned. The reason why he must thank God, the reason why you must bless God, is because he forgave you. Now, sometimes, we, we ourselves did some things that we don't expect to be forgiven. Sometimes there are things you have done that you yourself concluded that you deserve death. For example, let's start from where we didn't know the Lord. Places we have been, things we have done, things we said, we do not deserve forgiveness. If God was going to judge us according to our deeds, according to the things we did, now David himself knew David that he did not deserve to be forgiven. How could you sleep with somebody's ex-husband? Somebody, so, so, somebody's ex-wife somebody who had gone to fight for his nation your general a general in your army who had sacrificed his family for the nation somebody who was at the forefront of the battle and you lured his wife and you slept with his wife and then as if that was not enough then you in order to cover up the sin, you end up killing him. David knew that this was unforgivable. And some of us, we may not have done what David did 
But there is something that you alone knows that once upon a time you did and you knew that you do not deserve mercy but his mercies endure unto all generations. Nobody can understand the depth of his love and the width of his mercy and the breath of his kindness. David experienced God's forgiveness and he said, my soul bless him because he forgave your iniquity. <laughs> he forgave your iniquity. Sometimes men will refuse to forgive us. But God forgives us. Hallelujah. Do you know why your iniquity is not forgiven? Because it is only when your iniquity is forgiven that you can have access to divine favor. Forgiveness opened the door for favors. And so the first thing a man needs in order to uh, 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 access the favor of God is that his sins will be forgiven. And David experienced forgiveness. Then he said, who healed all thy disease? Can you imagine the kind of sicknesses diseases, afflictions that you have gone through. Somebody did not go through half and he has been buried. How many of you agree with me? Hallelujah. The same malaria that attacked you wherever you are still alive today. Go to the hospital. Somebody received malaria and is dead. Different kind of diseases. He rescued us from COVID. And even if you had COVID, you are still alive today. That was a rescue. He, he, he healed all your diseases. He healed our diseases. Then the Bible said, from four, go to four and five. Then the Bible said, who redeemed thy life from destruction. Hmm. Hello. Have you ever encountered an accident before? Accident can destroy you. There are people today who are just broken. Their bones were broken. Different kinds of metals in their bodies. The same road you traveled on every day. They went and they never returned. And they returned in pieces. I want to speak to somebody. COVID came. And it took many away. But God had mercy on you. You have been rescued. Redeemed. Your life from destruction. For a thousand shall fall at thy side. And ten thousand at your right side. And it shall not come near you. God watch his word. And fulfill his word in your life. All that you hear is that this one died by COVID. Hey, this one died by COVID. This one died by COVID. And look at you. You are here. He has redeemed your life from destruction. David said, for this reason, I will say, my soul 
Bless his holy name. Hallelujah. Then finally he said, He redeemed the life from destruction. Deal with loving kindness. Loving kindness. You carry kindness. Places that you are not supposed to go. That people should receive you. And the places that you were not supposed to be received. Favor opened the door for you. Because of what you carry. Look at the testimony of the first service. Someone who does not even have a certificate has been taken over for a big company as a manager of that company. No certificate. He said even JSS certificate he doesn't have. You're managing big company without education. She said the only thing she writes is her name. She cannot write anybody's name apart from her own name. And yet somebody chooses her say, take over my company for me. Take over my company for me. It's our year of uncommon grace. <laughs> uncommon grace. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, what does it mean to be uncommon? Uncommon grace means uncommon blessings. And I was so much encouraged by the testimonies of the three people who shared testimony. The goodness of God. He crowned thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. Tender mercies. People receive you and you wonder, Places that you go that you accepted. Me too. Look at you. Among your your children, your, your family, your siblings. You are called Mrs. Nobody is called Mrs. in your family. You look around, nobody is called Mrs. in your family. God gave you children. There are people on the mountain praying for children. They have married legally, but no children. If yours has not come, yours is coming. But at least you have a testimony. God gives you children. He has crowned you with mercy. Then finally he said, in verse 5, who satisfied the mouth with good things. So that thy youth is renewed. Like that of the eagle. He said, David, look at all these things. And he said, bless the Lord. Your mouth has been satisfied with good things. You have gone through troubles. You have gone through pain. But it doesn't show in your body. Because he has renewed your strength. Your youth has been renewed. Sometimes when you tell people about your age, they doubt. And they say you are lying. You are younger, you are old, sorry, you are older than the age. And they say, no, I am so and so. And they say, no, I can't believe that. Why? Because the Lord has renewed your youth. You don't grow old. You look younger than your age. That's what we call grace. Hallelujah. 
And the Bible says, he is the one who has renewed our image. Like that of the eagle. There are four things that David instructed us, those who want to thank God, to do. Now the first one is in 1 Chronicles chapter 16, which is our main scripture, verse 8. Now what did David say? David he said, thank the Lord. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. He kindred. No. Verse 8. Give thanks unto the Lord. Call upon his name. And make known his deeds among the people. So, the monitors is to give me wrong scripture. Amen. Give thanks unto the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the people. So the first thing that David was telling us to do is to give thanks. But then, how do we give thanks? Then he explained. Verse, give me verse, verse 8 again. Give verse 8 again. He said, Call upon his name Bonidi. and make known his deeds. Dead people. Don't be silent. There's a song that says, I will not be silent. I cannot be silent. Make known his deeds. Now there are people who are ashamed to tell of the goodness of God. They are ashamed to say once upon a time I was begging before I could eat. But now look at me. I am taking care of an orphanage. There are people who are ashamed to say once upon a time, I sleep, I sleep on the street. But now I have my own house. There are people who are afraid to say, this was the life I used to live. But by grace, now I am a saint of God. David said, make known his deeds. In other words, testify. Testify. Now, Psalm 119, Psalm 119, verse 46. Look at what David said. Psalm 119, verse 46. He said, I will speak of thy testimonies also before kings. I will speak it. I will not be ashamed. I will speak of thy testimonies. I will declare before kings and I will not be ashamed. Some of us, we are ashamed to tell people where we are coming from. Because we don't want anybody to know. We want people to pretend, to, to perceive us as people who just emerged from nowhere. But we came from somewhere. We were in some conditions and situations. He brought us out. God always sends you through tests so he can give you a testimony. 
The reason why you are going through tests now is because God wants to give you a testimony. God has not taken you through tests in order to kill you. But once you go through trials, you go tests in order to prepare you for a testimony. Hallelujah. I will speak of that testimony. When you speak of his testimony, to the congregation, you encourage somebody. You strengthen somebody else's faith. There are people who never believe that God is still in the miracle business. But your testimony lifts them up. Testimony glorify God. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Then the second thing David said we should do that he did in the book of First Chronicles, chapter 16. And I want us to look at chapter 16. Let's look at verse 12. David said, David said, Remember his marvelous works. Remember his marvelous works that he has done. His wonders and the judgment of his man. Until you remember, there is nothing to declare. People cannot testify because they forget. David said, Remember. David said, Kai. In fact, uh, in, fe- uh, in Psalm 103, verse 2, look at how David put it. He said, Forget not his benefits. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And forget not his benefits. Amen. Now the psalmist said, Count your blessings. And name them one by one. And it what surprise you? What the Lord has done. His benefits. Forget it not. <laughs> I was telling them at the first service. Some people do used to come to me. And they say, Pastor, nothing is working. Nothing is not working. I say, Are you sure? Said, is working. My business. When I go to the shop, nobody buys it. Pastor, it's difficult. Nothing is working. Then I asked him, Are you very sure? But nothing is working. He said, Nothing is working. Then I asked him, Is your heart working? Then they say, Yes. I said, Okay. How about your kidney? They say, It's working. I said, I. Is your lungs working? Do you know that there are people today whose lungs are shut down because of COVID? And they have put them under emergency care. Intensive care. Because their lungs is shutting down. Do you know that there are people who are in the queue today waiting for a kidney transplant? Do you know people have been buried because their hearts stopped? So if your business is not working, you have something to thank God for because at least your heart is working. 
Thank God for what is working now. And what is not working will fall in place. So your heart is working. Thank God for your heart. Your kidney is working. Thank God for your kidney. Your lung is working. Thank God for your lungs. Sometimes we look for what we don't have. And we become ungrateful. Forgetting of what we have. Do you know that there's somebody whose business is working? But every day, he has to go to dialysis for them to remove all his blood. His business is working, oh. You mention his name, big man, have a lot of companies. But his kidney is not working. Can you lift the right hand up? Say, I will bless the Lord at all times. His presence shall continually be in my mouth. Put your hands together for the Lord Jesus. All his benefits. Don't forget his benefits. Hallelujah. Forget not his all Ma his benefits. Why will you think of some benefits and forget about the rest? David said, David said, remember Kai. his marvelous works. Kai remember his marvelous works. Remember when the enemy came against your family, came against your life, and the Lord stood in and he said, No. Mercy said, No. When the witches in your family came together and they said, We will not permit him to see next year, and Mercy said, No. God said, No. His wondrous words, his divine interventions. Remember. Kai. Then number three, he said, Sink. Sink unto the Lord. So, John, verse 23 and verse 24 of First Chronicles 16, he said, Sink I unto said, the John, Lord. Emerade. Hallelujah. Amen. Sink unto the Lord. So, John, In thanksgiving, well, we testify, dance we remember his benefits, and then we sing. <laughs> Sing. Now, what are the content of our songs? Sing unto the Lord all the earth. In your song, show forth from day to day his salvation. There are songs that does not praise God. But there is a song that must show forth his salvation. The song that thank God that express gratitude declare his glory among the nations and his marvelous words among the nations. What is the lyrics of your song? It's what determines whether you are worshiping you are thanking God. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Sing. Isaiah chapter 12, verse 5. Now, what if uh, 
prophet saying, Sing unto the Lord, for he had done excellent So sometimes, you must sing. Sing to him. Sometimes you sing in your room. Sometimes on your bed you sing. And in the congregation of the saints, you sing. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Sing unto the Lord, for he has done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. Excellent things. Then finally, he said, bring an offering. Hallelujah. Amen. Bring an offering. Bring an offering. And verse 29. Bring an offering. First Chronicles 1629. Bring an offering. Unto the Lord. So it's not enough. To testify. It's not enough to remember. It's not enough to sing without bringing an offering. Give unto the Lord the glory due his name. Then he said, bring an offering. Bring an offering. Your thanksgiving is not complete without an offering. And let me show you why. Every altar must have a voice. And it is your offering that gives a voice to your altar. That is the reason why even when you go to the hidden altars, the shrine, the fetish house, they say bring a cow, bring a goat, bring a fowl, because until something is put on the altar, your altar has no voice. Your offering is what gives a voice to your altar. So bring an offering to the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, I want to show you something. In Genesis chapter 5. Sorry, chapter 8. Verse 15 to 21. We all know what happened to Noah. The whole world was destroyed. Everybody was gone. Apart from his family. And the Bible says he found grace. And he was rescued. But after some time, in the ark, the Bible says, and God spoke unto Moses. Noah, saying, 223, go, go on. God speak unto Noah, saying, Go forth of the ark, thou and thy wife, and thy sons, and thy sons' wife, with After he has been hemmed in, a time came that God said, Go forth. And it doesn't matter how many times and how long you have kept at the backside of the desert. God will one day set you free. He was kept in in the ark as if it is going to be forever. Sometimes you can be in the situation 
and then you think this situation will be forever. But there comes a time that God stepped into it. And God said, come forth. And when Noah came out, everything was gone. Desolation upon desolation. Destructions upon destruction. People's homes were destroyed. People's livelihood were destroyed. Everything that people depended on were destroyed. And the Bible said, bring, God said, bring forth with thee every living thing that is with thee of all flesh, both of fowls and cattle and of every creeping thing. Uh, that creepeth upon the earth that they may breed abundantly in the earth and be fruitful and multiply upon the earth. And the Bible says, and Noah went forth and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives and the Bible said, after said, every beast, every creeping thing, and every fowl, and whatsoever creeping upon the earth, after their kindness went forth out of the ark, and Noah built an altar. He built an altar. When he came out of the ark, what he saw was discouraging. There were no houses. Because the flood has taken them away. They were farmers. All their farms were gone. The first thing he would have thought of was his house. Because when you came out of the ark, you must make a living. But before you make a living, you must look for where to sleep. But instead of building a house, he raised an altar. Because he knew it is the altar that will speak for his house. It is the altar that will open his business. It is the altar that will command favor. So he raised an altar. How did he raise the altar? He took every clean beast and of every clean fowl and offered burnt offering on the altar. The problem with most of us is that we don't know how to raise an altar. Especially in the new year. To Noah, it was a new season. To Noah, it was a new world. To Noah, it was a new opportunity. But Noah said, I will not jump into it without an altar. Today, God is calling you to raise an altar. You raise an altar with a burnt offering. And the Bible says, and the Lord smelled a sweet savor. And the Lord said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground anymore. Never again is this man going to labor. Because where there is favor, it cancels labor. It is curse that releases labor and it is grace that activates favor and God said receive favor from now onwards you will not work under a curse 
When you raise an altar, it will speak against the curse. Your altar will cause God to speak. God never spoke blessings over Noah until he raised an altar. The first time we heard about God speaking to Noah, he commanded him to just come out. He didn't ask him to raise an altar. But when God, when Noah raised an altar, God spoke. And he said, from now onwards, I remove the curse. May every family curse in your life be removed because of the voice of your altar. May your altar speak to remove the curse from your father's house. The voice of your altar who abrogate the curse. Praise the name of the Lord. 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 Ah, I cannot hear. I say, praise the name of the Lord. Don't, those that have received distinguishing favors from God should be the ones one who are most zealous in praising him, when, when in pray, thanking him, and showing gratitude to him. They must be the most zealous people. There are people who have received more favors. Those are the first people who must seem to be zealous in showing gratitude to him. By singing, by testifying, and by bringing offerings as a sign of their gratitude. Praise the name of the Lord. It is your sacrifice that gives a voice to your altar. Without your sacrifice, your altar has no voice. There are altars today who are not speaking. Because there is no sacrifice on it. But the day you put a sacrifice on it, things will start changing. Because they will start speaking for you. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thanksgiving is a divine password that opens up a gate into a new season. Psalm 100 verse 4 and 5. Psalm 100 verse 4 and 5. Now look at what the Bible says. Psalm 100 verse 4 and 5. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. What gate is that? Every season comes with a gate. Every year comes with a gate. Every new year there is a new gate. And you cannot enter to take the goodness of the year until you have come through the gate. But when the gates are locked, you will stand behind the gate perpetually. There are people who never enter into the gates of blessings because they refuse to give thanks. Now what is the pastor? Say, enter into his gate. Give me the message translation. Now, the gate, you see, now, your thanksgiving, he said, enter with the password. Password in the What is the password? Password in the 
Thank you. If I give you my phone, or tablet, or computer, laptop, laptop, and I have a password on it, you can never access my data until you have access to my password. There are a lot of data that you must download this year for your life, for your children, but without the password, you cannot access. And what is the password? Thank you. Thank you. So those who doesn't know how to say thank you will stand behind the gates because they have no password. May the Lord favor you. May the Lord bring you to that place where the gates will be open before you without struggle this year. When others are stranded, Behind the gates of favor. May you walk briskly into your new year. When others are complaining, when people are saying that there's a casting down, may you be among those who say there is a lifting up. When people are saying COVID have destroyed everything we have built, may you say COVID was a blessing because it was the time of COVID that I expanded my business. But that can only happen if you enter the gates with thanksgiving. Be on your feet right now as you stand on your feet. Wherever you are, be on your feet. Lift up your two hands up. Lift up your two hands up. Can you begin to thank the Lord? Look into your life and see all the divine interventions. Certain things that could have killed you. Situations that should have embarrassed you. Things that should have frustrated you. God, if it sometimes it covers your iniquities. There are certain things you pray that nobody knows. And God makes sure nobody knows about it. Just begin to say thank you to the Father. Just begin to bless the Lord. Begin to bless the Lord. Just 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 bless the Lord. That many times the enemy tried to end your life. But the Lord said no. The Lord said no. He did not allow your enemy to exact upon your life. God intervened. Say thank you to the Father. Say thank you to the Father. Say thank you to the Father. If you enter into your gates, into his gates, with thanksgiving, your destiny will change. Your story will change. You need a password. It is not because you have said thank you one day that is enough for the whole year. Anytime God favors you, you must live a life of thanksgiving. 
Anytime God opens a door, you must come to say thank you. If that is what you are going to live with, you will be among those who will smile this year. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. 